0: I'm Charlie Hipwood, CEO of Mass Ventures.
1: And I'm Stacy Swider, an investor at Mass Ventures. And we welcome you to the Fundable Founder, where we'll be exploring relevant topics for technology entrepreneurs to help them succeed in raising capital and in growing
0: their businesses. As a founder who started and ran three companies, I didn't know what I didn't know when I first set out.
1: (laughs) But you eventually figured things out, right?
0: For the most part through trial and error and mentorship, but now as a VC, I'm frequently advising entrepreneurs on the same topics. So Stacy and I are here to share that earned wisdom with you along with the experts that we interview on a variety of subjects. We are. The
1: roadmap to a successful startup is at your fingertips. So turn up the volume and grab the keys to success for your fundable founder journey.
0: Okay, so today I'm here with Jason Allen who works with me at Mass Ventures. Uh, Jason's here to talk today a little bit about what you should do or don't do uh, when pitching a VC uh, for your startup. So welcome, Jason.
1: Hello, good to see you virtually, of course.
0: So, I mean, how many pitches do you sit on in a given year? Oh, (laughs) Uh,
1: I would say hundreds probably. I don't know what the right number is, but maybe, definitely over 250.
0: Yeah, so at least one a day for each work day. Uh, And so you've, uh, over the last several years, you've probably uh, seen a lot of good pitches and you've probably seen a lot of terrible pitches. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it'd be great if you could share some of your ideas uh, to help other entrepreneurs out. So from your perspective, what are kind of the things that entrepreneurs should really be focused on or the things they should do in a pitch?
1: Yeah, so I think in you know it starts with the very basics. So the first thing I would say is get the basics down, and what I mean by that is you know make sure that your technology is working, make sure that you have the right version of your presentation. You know, people come in and they have the wrong connector to their laptop. This is back in the days before we were coming in the office. Take ten minutes to get started. So just get all of that stuff settled the night before, the days before, so that you know exactly what you have going. Um, because any time wasted, you know, what I think of it as is like. know when you come in your credibility starts up here but every time something happens credibility goes down a little bit so the the very first is get the basics
0: down and it's just like makes sense right like be prepared because if you can't even get that right how are you going to run a business
1: (laughs) right right exactly exactly um and so i've seen some you know we've you know we've been on pitches together it's 10 15 minutes in and we only have 15 minutes left so make sure you get the basics down Um, And and you mentioned the second one for me is be prepared. And by be prepared, this gets back to the the presentation itself. But make sure you know the presentation down cold, you shouldn't need to read from anything. Um, You should be able to run through it a few times without, uh, you know, without, without botching it. So just make sure you understand the content and be prepared with everything. Um, again, that's sometimes, you know, I've seen entrepreneurs who say, oh, I haven't seen this version yet. And it's they're pitching us. <laughs> uh, and so you want to you want to make sure that you that you're prepared and you understand the content. Um, and the third thing getting deeper into the content is make sure that it's clear and concise. Um, a lot of times, you know, we deal with technical founders and sometimes they love the technology and it is the greatest product ever. But as generalists, as generalist VCs, as a am as a, a generalist, um, sometimes I just need to see the high level of what they're doing and not really get into too bogged down in the details. And I'm sure you've seen this a lot too, Charlie.
0: Yep, for sure. Um, you know, it's uh, especially on a first pitch, right? You want to make sure you get all the high level points out there so that you get the second meeting. If you go too deep on one particular area and don't cover the other topics, you're less likely to get a second meeting.
1: Exactly, and what I would say when I say clear and concise content: problem, solution, total addressable market, how does the product work, um, competition, uh, and then I might be missing something else, but you know, use of funds, something like that. But just make sure you have those basic five yep. or seven slides yep. uh, on a first pitch. The the other thing to do, I would say, is um, do a little bit of research before you come in to to present and know your audience. This goes back to the clear and concise content. Maybe you're talking to a fund that specializes in aerodynamic research and you don't need to go, you need to go in a little bit more product detail. Maybe you're talking to generalists like myself who don't really understand that industry as well Um, and, and be patient with that. So what I mean by that is, and again, Charlie, you probably see this as well is nobody knows your product and your business as well as you do. So sometimes I see entrepreneurs who um, get take offense to a question, um, but the question is just because I don't understand or I don't know. It doesn't mean I'm not making a personal judgment on you, uh, or as an entrepreneur or as a person. Um, and so there's a little bit of um, understanding and research a, a ahead of time there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I I'm I've asked many an entrepreneur, well, why would somebody want this, and I, I'm actually asking why tell me an answer right give me right. give me the reason you're starting this business and they're like well everyone would want this and they get offended yeah
1: yeah and it's <laughs> I'm and just it's trying difficult. to understand exactly exactly <laughs> i think that is a that's a that's a critical piece and, you know you have to be patient with with some vcs and other vcs every vc is different but for us if we ask a question we're not trying to to cause any trouble um, and speaking of asking questions, I would say the last thing is you should ask questions as an entrepreneur of the of the VC. You know, at the at the end of the conversation, get an understanding of how do they do deals, how many deals do they do a year, do they lead investments, um, what's their process like? Um, it just shows that you are um, someone to take seriously and and really under want to understand the process as you go out in a fundraiser. So those are kind of the five things that I thought about in terms of things that you should that you should do in a. In yeah, I couldn't
0: agree more. And your point about asking questions, it's a great way to leave a lasting impression is if you ask really uh, good questions uh, towards the end, it just shows that you understand uh, a little bit about what VCs are doing. So um, so you're you're building that relationship, basically.
1: Yeah. And again, this goes back to the, the credibility and with relationships, part of that first pitch is what kind of entrepreneur is this? What is it like to work with him or her? You know these investments at the pre-seed and seed stage are what ten years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> almost, and so if you're in a process and somebody's disagreeing with you or arguing with you in the very beginning or whatever, it could be it could be tough, and that actually leads me to don'ts if you're ready. Yes,
0: uh, let's talk yeah. about the the things that entrepreneurs should not do when pitching a VC.
1: Right. So uh, to start, all the things I said to do, just the opposite of those things, obviously, if you're not prepared, <laughs> and so forth. So I'll, I'll skip those. Um, and going back to arguing with a VC, I think you sh- you shouldn't, um, there's a fine line between disagreeing and arguing, right? So sometimes yep. the VC might challenge you, you know, I know that, um, you know, I've been on conversations where it's just like, hey, you know, why do you think that, right? Uh, compared to, oh, this is a fight, this is an argument. I don't think you should willfully go out and try to, to, to argue with VCs. It, it just speaks to the type of relationship that you might have. Yep. Uh, and so I think that's something to, to really think about. Um, The biggest thing for me is we don't have, the word we don't have competition. I think, and I don't know how you feel about this, Charlie, but whenever I'm on a meeting and someone, and we say, oh, who's your competition? They say, oh, we really don't have competition. That's impossible. That, I mean, to me, that's impossible. Even if there are no other companies, there's some sort of status quo that people are using instead of your product. And so that, to me, you lose a little bit of credibility there. I don't know how you feel about that, Charlie.
0: No, I agree. Uh, There's gotta be at least some acknowledgement that, um, you know, your, your competition might be the status quo. It might be something as simple as an Excel model, right? People use yeah. Excel rather than your software. Um, so uh, yeah, there's always, the competition can always be, there's something there, so acknowledge yeah. it. For
1: sure. Yeah, of course. And, and that leads me to, um, you know, you don't want to misrepresent, this is another don't, you don't wanna misrepresent or hide details about something because it's gonna come out in diligence. And again, there, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, there is this idea of fake it till you make it. So there's a fine line, of course. But you want to make sure that you disclose anything that's important to know if people ask a question, right? So if you don't have revenue, then you don't have revenue now, but we have some pilot customers, right? As opposed right. to saying, yes, we have revenue. Right. So those, those types of things you want to be sure to, to tell the truth about um, and, and, and be as upfront and candid as, as, as you possibly can as you build that credibility throughout the throughout the investment process because it is the beginning of a relationship. And so I think those are kind of the, the big don'ts. Um, the, the other piece that I would add to it would be, um, you know, if it's a presentation that um, you're, you're not really interested in, or, or this is kind of a, uh, a fund that you're not interested in getting an investment from, that might come through in the presentation, right? So we can read or tell if, if this is just a, a meeting that an entrepreneur is taking, Uh, just to practice. And if someone is is genuinely interested, and that's a little bit more of a soft skill, just being able to tell, you know, maybe the types of questions or the demeanor, or the way that um, uh, questions get answered or information that is revealed in a presentation. So um, just be clear that, you know, you want to be there, be present and be available. I've I've seen it uh, multiple times.
0: Yeah, no, those are all really good um, points. You know, I think you mentioned the word relationship a lot of times. Yes, there are entrepreneurs who go out there and they do one pitch and they get a big check from somebody, but the vast majority of entrepreneurs and VCs are building relationships. You're not going to get an investment in from your first pitch. Typically, uh, it might take months. While the the especially at the early stage, right? We're pre-seed and seed investors. We're betting on the. We're investing in the team, and you only get to know the team over the course of of weeks and months. So from the entrepreneur's perspective, go in trying to build a relationship with the VCs uh, and understand that there is a process that needs to be followed um, for, for the most part.
1: I, I just wanted to echo that point about the relationship. Oftentimes, um, if we pass on a deal, maybe an entrepreneur might say, OK, well, I'm not talking to them again. I take it personal. Realize that there is a process. And there's just because you get passed on at one point, there may be opportunities later on. So maintain those relationships. There's been deals that we passed on. And you know, 24 months later, we invested in those deals. Um, and so just be mindful of that, particularly in Boston, which is a very small investment community.
0: <laughs> Great point. Thank you, Jason. Really appreciate uh, all your insights today.
1: Awesome. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fundable Founder. Please go to our website at mass-ventures.com for more information on Mass Ventures and where you can also find other episodes just like this.